0: Welcome to the second episode of Queer Pierce Chats. I'm Emmy. And I'm Anthony. And today we're going to be taking you through the history of marriage equality in the world, mainly in the US but also in the world, and social media's influence in the marriage equality fight. So uh, don't get divorced. Just buy a bigger house. Because it's our show. And
1: not yours.
0: Alright, so now we're going to kind of go through a brief history of marriage equality in the U.S. Marriage equality for gay people wasn't really a big thing until they started getting rid of any laws against interracial marriages. So, like, back in the day, they would, like, ban specific, like, interracial marriages. Like, in the West, there'd be a lot of Asian American and white bans. And then finally... They decided that they needed to just ban them all together under a people of color ban against Caucasians. And then they got rid of that in 1948. Uh, they said that any person should be able to marry, in the, the law, in the court case, that helped uh, legalize interracial marriages it said everyone has the right to get married it's a fundamental right and then it went on further like later on in that little bit to say specifically about a racial marriage however i mean some people took this argument to make it yeah
1: because if you're like anyone can get married it's like well why can't gay people get married
0: yeah and then especially
1: it's interesting that it's defined as a fundamental right in that case exactly whereas now people are like it's not a right Yeah.
0: yeah and then it kind of like loses seam, There's a lot more. There's a lot of different homophile movements. Made in, like in the fifties, mainly just like towards like medical and things like that. Cause that's what it was called back then, the homophile movement. And then kind of the marriage issue laid low for a while. People were mostly on just having basic rights. And then in the seventies. Well, you
1: gotta be a person. You gotta you be, can be a person married.
0: before you can get married. You know. Um and a lot of like in the seventies, um, feminist groups didn't want marriage at all. Because it's a patriarchal system, so like obviously they're not gonna want it, which makes sense. But then there are still gay people who like wanted to get married.
1: Well, yeah, because so many of our systems are based off of that.
0: The U. Uh, S. Like government, I don't want to say government, but like the, the basically the setup of the United States is that it has so many incentives to get married. It you has get a so tax many incentives break. just
1: like to be a heterosexual. in general, but also to get married gives you so many benefits in society. Like you get
0: tax breaks, you get all these things that like you you don't get like. A lawyer once explained as like you are becoming a company and you're combining assets. It's not like a romantic thing. It's like a combining assets to like a level up. And so feminists were like, we don't need that. Blah blah blah. Like a lot of things had happened in between, like women being able to sue men, or not just sue men, but to sue and to be able to sue. Things had progressed like since the 40, like, 1948, some gay people were still like, you know, we still want to get married. Like, just because you don't want to get married doesn't mean we don't. But then not a lot of the big names, like the Mattachine Society, uh the Daughters of Belitis, who are both two, like, huge... They sound exotic. <laughs> the Daughters of Belitis actually are not. They're just a bunch of upper-middle-class women, lesbians, who are oh. like... Like, they're fine. They just didn't re- represent, like, the working class. Just so like, like
1: doing our thing.
0: That's the problem with them. Um, and the Mattachine Society had like communist beginnings, which is like fine because like and- revolution, <laughs> <FIFA> <laughs> of revolution. But then like as it got more popular, people were like we need to get rid of all this communist stuff. It doesn't look good on us. The and Red so, like, Scare. So like, so like they kind of evolved. But those are like the two largest um, gay organizations, I guess you would say at the time. I wouldn't say the Belite the daughters of Belitis were too like popular, but they're like the most like researched and well known of, like, lesbians specifically. Worth mentioning. Of queer women specifically. <laughs> Worth mentioning. They didn't want to take on the marriage equality fight because, for them, like I said, they were more focused on individual freedoms. Yeah. Like, not being arrested. I mean... Not being put in jail every time you walk like out Like I said, on the you street. gotta be a
1: person before you can work about getting married. Yeah,
0: this was, like, right after Stonewall, so, like, people were more focused on that. Stonewall's not the first homophile slash gay right. There was actually one in Compton that was all drag queens. And then... The marriage equality issue in the 70s, um, yes, some gay people still wanted it, but most gay societies were more focused on, like, being people. (laughs) So that was kind of their mission. And then in the 80s um, and into the early 90s with the AIDS crisis, people were really started to realizing, my partner is dying and I can't do anything after. Like, I might get kicked out of my apartment because their name is on the lease. And even though we're both in our minds married or at least
1: devoted partners like, the law doesn't see it like that
0: exactly and the there's... law is like
1: you didn't level up dude
0: so yeah especially with the AIDS crisis people were realizing that they had no control over their partner's future so a parent who maybe had ostracized the kid in the past had you know did like disown them essentially for being gay could swoop in after they were dead and dictate how they wanted their funerals to go even if the deceased had had like explicit wishes of what they had wanted so that's kind of when people started realizing marriage as more of a necessity rather than something that straight yeah, people do. because
1: you just needed it to function.
0: Yeah, you needed it to be like, we are in love, we are a, like, a partnership, and we share the same home, same money, everything like that. And we kind of need this because if you keep killing us, we kind of need each other. And so that's when the marriage equality debate kind of kept... Kind of I don't realize it went steam. that
1: far back.
0: Yeah, it's... Which, it's, like, it makes
1: sense thinking about it now. Yeah. Like, not all history started with us. But it's just, like, especially because with, like, the AIDS crisis, how we lost... A whole generation. That whole generation of queer people that lived that history, that knew about that, and we just don't have
0: that yeah and, and that's like, even worldwide like not just right, like, the like this history is specifically US history cuz yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I personally that's what really we're know focusing on. that's what I personally know I don't know much about the the marriage struggle in the past um in worldwide but so after that people were just kind of like um it had kind of gone under the table a little bit but still was very present cuz that's when the shift kind of happened and the whole quote unquote gay agenda <laughs> focused <laughs> focused on being about getting married And that's when that shift kind of happened, kind of after the AIDS crisis, where, like, we want to be married. We want to be married just like you, just like you, just like you. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's kind of after the AIDS crisis when people really wanted to, like, be married. And so that brings us to Massachusetts in 2004, when they were just like, screw it. We're just gonna give the gays a marriage license. (laughs) And they were just like, you get a marriage license. It was like Oprah, but gayer. But gayer. And, like... The government in Massachusetts, like, passed it, so they weren't, like, allowed same-sex marriage. They didn't, like, so in New Paltz, New York, and in, like, San Francisco, and mm-hmm. like, another place, they decided that, um, they were just gonna start issuing marriage license, too, and then they were brought, those marriage licenses were brought to court, and they were, like, ruled, like, invalid. But in Massachusetts, they'd actually, like, pass laws to say, like, it's legal now. So, yeah, all the ones in uh, Massachusetts And then that becomes a question of, like, state rights and... Exactly. All
1: that nonsense and, like, not nonsense, but, like, muddied.
0: And then at this time, Massachusetts was one of six, we'll call states, um, I mean states as in, like, including nation states, like, nations, that had gay marriage be legalized. So... At the time, in 2004, it was the Netherlands,
1: Was Canada there
0: yet? Belgium, and Canada, it was British Columbia, Ottawa, and Quebec, and then in the United States, it was Massachusetts. So in 2004, only six that had marriage equality. So then, you know, U.S. just started, states were, like, just deciding if they wanted to pass marriage equality, blah, blah, blah. blah. And now we're here, 2015. We all got it in America.
1: I remember and... that day.
0: I do, too.
1: Like, I distinctly remember, because I was working at summer camp at that point, and that was when I was still at my high school, it was a Catholic school, and the guy in charge of summer camp was my theology teacher, and he was talking about how terrible it was and how, like, it's ruining families, and then, like, me and my friends were like, this is such a momentous day. At that point, I wasn't out, and we were like, we're so happy, and we're not gay. I was like... Like a little. I was like, but I am. But anyway, we were all like, this is so great. And he was like, this is the worst thing to ever happen to this country. And I was like, mm, okay,
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. I remember for me, it was like really, really exciting. I lived obviously in a different place with different people. Yeah. <laughs> so like more people were excited about it, and I remember going to Pride the next month because Colorado Springs does it differently. They do it in July, so you can have like a whole two months of gay revelry. So, it was a a big day, and, like, the next month, like, people still were talking about, it like, all the time. That's when you saw, this is kind of teasing what we're going to be talking about next, but that's when you saw all the, like, gay flags show up on people's Facebook profiles. Yeah. That kind of leads us into social media's influence. Yay. So, the social media influence kind of started back in, like, 2012 and 2013, when the human rights campaign was, like beginning to really like
1: pushing for it.
0: want gay marriage in all of the United States. I don't remember it as much, but that was when people were really starting to push like although people started changing their Facebook profiles because this was before the whole like stickers thing happened. Obviously Facebook was still not early, but like a little bit different. And so they like put the like either red equal sign or pink equal sign So, people started changing it to show, like, they support... And sometimes I still see people with it. Yeah. Like, in the recesses of, like, the comments, Um, if I ever decide to venture there. (laughs) I'm like, why do you have that on your... Yeah, my
1: first show I worked here, our stage manager, she was a lesbian, she's married. And I was sweeping the stage one day, and there was a human rights campaign keychain on the stage. And I picked it up, I was like, Patsy, is this yours? She was like, of course it is. Who else in this (laughs) theater would have a human rights campaign keychain? And I was like, I guess you're right.
0: So, like people showing their support on, like, Facebook, being like, yeah, we believe gay marriage is a thing, like, kind of puts it... You might not have assumed someone, like, that you know on Facebook supports the same thing you do. Or yeah. maybe doesn't support it. And it kind of just, like... I don't want to say that's when the gay marriage en- issue entered into social media, because I'm sure it entered But it, it made it, it a more
1: public conversation, but I def- think
0: so. Because, like, if you were willing to <clears throat> change your profile picture to yeah. the pink or red equal sign... It's making a statement.
1: Yeah. And especially just because, like, I was reading some statistics about Facebook, and it's like, in real life, you only have, like, a handful of very close friends, but on Facebook, you have, like, up to 190 is, like, the average. So to proclaim to over, like, close to 200 people, I support gay rights is just, like, a whole other thing than being like, hey, Emmy, gays are cool.
0: (laughs) Gays are cool. So the sharing of information through social media can get that idea out to, like so many other people because I know I was a completely different person in 2013 than even I was in 2015 because in 2013 I was still kind of like what's a civil union and why are they different than marriage and I didn't understand like why people didn't want civil unions because people because like this is when I still went to church but they were like um civil unions should be like keep marriage sacred and whatever and I was just like why do people what's what's wrong what's happening with marriage and like no one would tell me that's not apparently appropriate subject for a freshman in high school. <laughs> I mean, like, freshman high schools are young, but, like, they're definitely old enough to know about gay people. Yeah. And I definitely did know about gay people, but, like, I didn't know about the whole civil union, civil Well, it's also gay because, rights. like,
1: when you start to explain why you don't want gay people to get married, you A, expose your own homophobia, Yeah. and B, just, like, the when you talk it out, you see how stupid it is and just like how ingrained it is that you have to be straight yeah and then like people don't want to confront those biases in themselves
0: so yeah putting it on social media is definitely a big statement and then like spreading it through social media so i first learned about like gay people can't get married question mark online through the spread of information hell i found out i was gay through online yeah i remember being like seventh grade and then being like or sixth grade probably and looking up being like I feel weird when I see girls kissing, what does that mean? And then, like, just because you get turned on by something doesn't mean you're gay. And I was like,
1: <laughs> Thank God. I'm fine, I'm fine.
0: <laughs> and then, like, sophomore year, I was like, that is a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and I, wow. And I was like, I'm bi. And then, obviously, that changed. But, doesn't happen to everyone, but, you know, some yeah. people does. Um, so, like, social media is what, like brought the coming out experience so like like there was one point on youtube when like every video was a coming out video
1: right i remember like, that
0: every video was a coming out video. because all of a sudden it was okay yeah like it was totally and this was like before marriage equality i know that for a fact it might have been around the same time but like i feel like this was like 2014 yeah like when like tyler oakley and, like connor franta and like troy sivan those were like connor
1: franta was a little bit more recent
0: connor franta was definitely i think like probably post marriage equality last
1: two years yeah
0: he's post marriage equality but I think Tyler Oakley I don't think ever had to come out Gr- Joey Graceffa did
1: yeah Joey Graceffa and I would even
0: say his is probably kind of fairly recent in regards it's just like around that like 2014 to like 2016 time I didn't see a lot of 2017 like yeah. 2014 and 2016 so many coming out the biggest out in 2017
1: of... was Thomas Sanders
0: <laughs> everyone was already like okay okay <laughs> wow <laughs> a shocker yeah. cool so yeah social media kind of has influenced like coming out journeys as well and then after the like after gay the gay marriage like being legalized in america they were like let's make everyone's facebook picture a rainbow and then you can see who didn't support it and who did support it but even then i didn't change mine to a rainbow because that was still when i was like not going on facebook anymore (laughs) so like i didn't change mine to a did i change mine to a rainbow
1: I wasn't on Facebook, so... I
0: don't think I ever changed mine to a rainbow, and not because... I think that was because I was so afraid of, like, that making me come out. Even though I saw all these straight people putting the rainbows on it, I was like, but if I put it on there, people are gonna be like, wow, she's gay, she's definitely gay, and... She-. Right, because it
1: also calls into the question, like, are you supporting this because you're gay? Are you supporting it because you're, like, a decent human being?
0: Yeah, and so... But I had already, like, taken myself off of the, like, Facebook realm at that point. Like was not active in Facebook. Like, the only time I was active in Facebook was when I was, like, 11 and not allowed to have one, so I, like, was trying desperately to have one. Yeah. So, like, that's the only time, and, like, immediately after that, and then after that, I was kind of like, Facebook is dumb and I'm tired of people. (laughs) So, it was, like, it's, like, that's who, how you can, like, quote, unquote, see who's, like, a good person and who's not, but, like, even then...
1: Not an indicator, but... It's
0: not, like, the most accurate indicator, but, like, it at least, like... Social media is like, see, yeah. we all agree with this. And but then also, like,
1: it. not everyone that is like, I don't support gay people, is necessarily an inherently bad person.
0: I mean, I don't think they're inherently bad.
1: I just think they're. Flawed.
0: I mean, I just think that's like not the best opinion to have. <laughs> no, I agree. I think yes. I think I think the best kind of person who you could have that who does like gay people is someone who you can teach, and is willing to. Someone learn. Someone
1: that is willing to learn, not so yeah.
0: Like teach sound uh, kind of sounds like cl- classically no, conditioned. No, but that's like, but like someone who's open and is like. Okay, I don't like gay people, like, that, like, meme that's going on right now that's, like, changed my mind. Yeah. Like, that kind of person, except that guy's a dick. And or if like... he's,
1: like, a lesbian couple killed by family because they were straight.
0: And like, okay, maybe I was we like, should talk okay, about some greater issues. Maybe we should talk about the fact that gay people still can commit crimes. <laughs> <laughs> For sure can still commit crimes, but, like, you know, imagine if a straight person had killed your parents. Would you hate all straight people? No. But anyway... So, yeah, social media definitely has a great influence with expanding, like, gay things, and, like, especially marriage equality. Like, even though the lesbians are like, I need a gay TV show, what should I do? And then they go online, and they, like, flock. Yeah. They flock, and they're like, oh, that one just killed another lesbian, let's go this way! And then, like, oh, let's find this one. So, like, you could be watching a show that's, like, from Canada, from England, from wherever, and because yeah, of- the internet that. Because of the internet, they, like, showed you ways to, like, consume media that you want to. So Ellen DeGeneres was one of the first, like, bam, I'm gay in the public eye. And it really came back like, to compare. bite her. People don't think that she, like, got affected as much from it. But she lost a lot. She lost the sitcom. She lost so many things. Because she was really on the up and up. She lost so many things. <laughs> she
1: came back stronger.
0: But uh, she came back and she had, um... Yeah, because she was on the Oprah Winfrey show when she was talking about, like, coming out and yeah because it got failed ratings because people stopped watching it because it, because this was in 1998
1: yeah she was really early
0: it was really early especially if if you can consider television to be the early social media which i wouldn't but like that's like the early biggest form
1: of mass communication early
0: form of mass communication definitely yeah. it's just the fact that like ellen DeGeneres came out like i don't want to say first but like came out and came out with a bang and like
1: oh, like a pop
0: and like she hasn't stop trying to fight for things and normal and it says um here in this article by variety it says that um television shows with gay or lesbian characters um were a critical factor in altering their views on gays and gay marriage well, yeah, because... and hers is the first show that they cite they go like Ellen's show, and then they go Modern Family, Foster's, and stuff like that.
1: Because of this thing about how representation matters. Yeah, it Matters really does. so much.
0: And in social media, and in just mass media in general, if you can have someone that you can cling on to, that's why the barrier gay trope is so intense, because you cling on to them too hard, because that's all you got sometimes. Like, if you can just put a representation in there, and even if you're not, like, even if you don't like, identify with whatever that representation is you can still learn from that so it's just kind of like if you can put these things into a space that people understand which social media can do yeah and then we have social media helping the most i want to say most recent because i'm not quite sure on that but like the most recent that is the most widely talked about
1: yeah i think australia is the most recent one that it's the one that I, everyone had, had everyone talking. It's
0: the most recent that is the most impactful, I would say. I mean, no matter how small or how big your country is, if I they passed, Ireland
1: was a big one,
0: Ireland was big, but that's because they're a bunch of Catholics, and the yeah. fact that they did that, yeah, wow, <laughs> yeah, so that's like a really big deal. And so, it like on Australia is just a really large country, I think, Australia
1: because it was so widespread on social media, it was talked about on exactly. Twitter on Facebook.
0: This says that this article, I know Huffington Post isn't. The most reliable, but you know it has its moments. If it's yeah. fairly unbiased, and this is just saying that um during the election, just like to vote on whether or not they wanted it to pass, they had this campaign going around called the hashtag post box selfie, and to encourage people like what we do during elections, like mm-hmm. take a picture with your ballot, essentially, just to encourage people to go out and vote, post like and post about it to encourage others, and that way people who do want um, gay rights or gay marriage rights in Australia don't just go, oh, well, if I want yes, most of the other people want yes, so, like, yeah, my vote doesn't matter. What's your vote does matter. Political efficacy, uh. people. <laughs> they said They said that, like, one of the most interesting things about it is it combines, like, an older technology because it's the post box, like, yeah. the mailbox. combines that older technology with the new technology of, like, Twitter and social media and stuff. And it helps reach the larger, younger Australian audience who, in general, were for marriage equality, and if they're the ones who want to do it, then they're the ones... Who had to go vote for it. Yeah, and the problem with getting young people to go vote is the fact that they're just really busy, so if you encourage just, like, something as easy as just going to a mailbox, dropping it off, and you're done...
1: Yeah, it's really gonna get people to do it.
0: Because that's why, like, Colorado has such a fairly good voter turnout is because they just give everyone a mail-in ballot yeah like no matter if you're planning on going to like gonna go there fill it out right there you are gonna get one and that made it really easy for me because my mom just put that in a package and mailed it to me and then i mailed it from here i didn't have to worry about getting this absentee ballot anything that y'all have to worry about doing yeah it's a
1: hot mess to do in louisiana i
0: don't have to go vote and so like that's just a different tangent that i think needs to get fixed it's just, like, I saw that, like, a lot of celebrities, even, like, non-Australian celebrities, um, mainly those in the queer community, but, like, still non-Australian celebrities were, like, we, like, please go vote, please go vote, blah, blah, like, encouraging people, which, you know, again, celebrities is such, like, a big thing. Like, you don't realize, like, the impact celebrities have on people until, like, you take a second to reflect upon yourself. Because, like, one time I was, like, sitting there and I was, like, I don't know what it was, but I, like, was, like, I really want this one thing, and I was, like, why do I want this one thing, and then I realized, like, a celebrity had posted about it, or, like, posted mm-hmm. something similar to it, and I was, like, oh, that's what, or, like, you reach for a brand, even, like, you might be, like, oh, why is Rob Gronkowski, whatever his name is, advertising that we shouldn't eat Tide Pods? Well, because for some kid who's because 12 years old who loves the freaking like... Patriots is, like, I need to listen to like, right, just because you're not the target audience, and that's that's like the thing about t v is that like it has to hit all these different audiences, but your specific instagram your specific Twitter it does is not, catered it's to for you. you, so you might not realize, oh, the reason why I'm buying this benefit eyebrow makeup kit is because this one social media person that I follow is pumping it like hardcore so if you're sitting there and say you're an australian citizen and you're sitting there and you're watching some of your favorite stars and celebrities being like go vote yes go vote yes and you're on the fence about it like voting like you might be feeling yes because like i feel like a celebrity saying voting yes shouldn't it doesn't really sway yeah, political but, opinion, just like, but it, encourages you to go vote and
1: it encourages it's like if these big people can talk about it why can't i yeah I
0: and think. it's like oh they feel the same way about me that empowers me to go out and do it because i have the like support of someone who i idolize yeah so yeah social media
1: Change in lives, change in laws.
0: Change change in lives, change in laws. That's the
1: phrase. (laughs) I love it. So uh, this has been a great chat. I think we learned a lot. We're getting a divorce. (laughs) No, we're buying a bigger house.
0: We're getting a divorce. Bigger house. Divorce. Bigger house.